Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today, I hope that things are going okay for you. I want to provide some hope because, again, I know that the path can be overwhelming and things can feel very, very difficult. So depending on where you are in the process, I would encourage you to not give up. Just get the resource and the support and the tools that you need because it's absolutely possible to move forward through difficult things. And I just I get to see these little miracles in the sessions that I'm having with people. And it's very encouraging to know that there's a path forward. And so I want to share with you today one of the things that can help you move forward and to resolve these arguments that might keep happening in your relationship or however often they surface. If you know what to do and how to resolve them, it really does bring a breath of hope and some stability into the relationship instead of there being just tension and distance and arguing and frustration. I want to make sure that you guys are getting the direction that you need to resolve these things so it doesn't keep surfacing. And so, like I said, I want to share with you one tool that is tremendously helpful not only for me, as I use this framework often, but for the clients that I work with. So one of the things that I do in my program when I'm working with couples or individuals is I want to give them the highest level of support that I possibly can because it's so like it really is so important to me that people are getting the result. So nobody's just, you know, coming in and just paying for sessions. Like it's the result that they want. It's, you know, somebody can meet with me for 15 years. And if they're not getting the result, then what does it matter? And so I want to make sure to give every bit of help that I possibly can. And so part of what I do is I let uh, anybody who's working with me, they can call me or text me anytime in between sessions. So this is helpful for people when something comes up and instead of having to wait for five days to resolve this big thing, because usually, you know, people have a lot of times there's like crisis situations and people are on their last legs and they're like, all right, we'll try one more thing before we give up. So there can be a lot of urgency to this. And so I want people to feel like they can reach out. So as people have been reaching out to me recently, this framework has been in particularly important because it helps to focus our calls on getting the result, which is resolving the issue. And it pulls them out of these cycles or they're getting disconnected and feel like they're arguing. And so I want to share this framework with you so you can then know how to do the same thing. So when somebody calls, I'll share with you an example. So let's say somebody calls and they say, we just got into this big fight. Uh, Now there's distance. We're not talking to each other anymore. And I've tried to share how I feel and it didn't go very well. Or I tried to approach it in the best way I could and it wasn't received by the other person. Or we got into this big argument and we've been stuck for, you know, a couple of days and we just can't take this anymore. The thing that I, the framework that I always filter through all arguments, all disconnection through is trigger, meaning, feeling. So let me, let me show you how this applies. So let's say I get a call from somebody and they say, we just got into this big fight and things went from good to bad to worse. And now we're not speaking. The first thing that I, I like to check in with people is, is do you know the specific moment in time? What was the vivid clear trigger that started this cycle or spiral down this direction because if we don't have a trigger then like we have nothing 
we're, we don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking about everything and nothing at the same time. It's like, well, he said this, and then, then I said this, and then this, this happened, and this happened, and this is what, like the whole, it's like, if we don't know when the first, I talk about this when I'm working with the guys, uh, in some previous episodes about the set of dominoes where there's an initial trigger and then all the dominoes that fall, those are just the byproduct of the initial thing happening. The same thing is true in a relationship. There's an initial moment in time where there's a trigger that starts to disconnect people, which then everything that happens after that is just their cycle. It's just like noise and the chaos of disconnection. So instead of trying to intervene on every level we want to go back to the initial trigger and say what happened there because so often without getting that initial trigger resolved that's why there's this argument that happens because people are trying to get a resolution but then it turns into just chaos because we're talking about too many things and then we might bring up the past and then we talk about this and like there's just too much that happens so to simplify all of this and to really give clarity to a difficult situation, we want to start with a very clear trigger. So again, there's a million examples that I can give you. I'll just maybe uh, share with you one of them. So um, I was working with a couple where the wife said that the husband came home from work and said hi and sat down on the couch, pulled out his phone. And so she went over to him and said, hey, like, how was your day? And he was just like, uh, it was fine. But he was looking at his phone and he wasn't really engaged in the conversation. And so in that moment, that specific interaction where he's looking at his phone and not engaged in the conversation was the trigger for her, which started this, there was this emotional reaction inside of her. And so this, the conversation kept going and then he started to get like frustrated and defensive and then she started to get angry and respond back and get critical and say like, we're always on your phone and you know, you don't even, don't even care about me. You just, you're, you're busy at work and then you go on your phone and this, this whole thing just unraveled, but it all started in the very beginning with him being on his phone, not engaging in that initial part of the conversation. That's where it started for her. The husband had a different trigger, which we, we talk about as well, but we want to start, where did this first thing start to unravel? Because now we can slow down the interaction to then get clear about what happened for her. And so I go back to the framework, trigger meaning feeling. So the trigger was he wasn't really involved in the conversation. He was looking down at his phone. The meaning that she made out of that was, if he's not engaged with this conversation, then maybe he's trying to hide something. Maybe he's lying to me about something. Maybe there's been a slip and he doesn't really want to tell me. And so he's just avoiding me altogether. That was the meaning that she made from that split second interaction. And these triggers happen literally in like nanoseconds, microseconds. And so it's so important to go back to that initial moment because then we can start to unpack how she took it which in this case, this uncertainty of whether or not he was hiding something. And the meaning is what influences how we feel. So if she thinks to herself, he might be looking at something and not wanting to tell me, or like previously, he might might have been looking at something and not wanting to tell me, therefore he's avoiding me. That then very quickly sparked up a sense of fear inside of her. 
And so as a result of the fear, so that those are the three pieces. The trigger was the interaction about the phone. He's not engaged. The, the, the meaning was maybe he's not doing well and he just doesn't want to tell me, which then creates the feeling of fear. Now we have something to work with. Now we have something that we, that we can use to find closure and resolution, which is why arguments last forever is because there's no resolution. And then too many threads are opened up, right? It goes from that to the thing that happened two weeks ago to the, to the, to the next thing. To, there's just too many doors that are opened up that you can't close any of them. So we want to go back to that initial moment, trigger, meaning, feeling, and then share that with the other person. So this is what I'm doing on the phone, right? They call me, they say, we're having this big fight. I say, okay, they, they give me a, like a short little rundown. I'm like, let's go back to the first moment. Like, when did you initially moment uh, notice something was off? She said, that's what happened. I say, great, let's stop right there. Because everything that happens after that is all noise. It's all the cycle. We're not gonna find a resolution there. We wanna go back to the moment. Because again, what happens in the cycle is he gets defensive, he gets overwhelmed, he shuts down. And so, so, so often people initially wonder like, well, what do we do when, you know, the argument gets to this really escalated point? Well, ideally we catch it before it does and how we can do And there's tools and things that you can put in place for that moment too. But today I just wanted to talk about, okay, how do we prevent that from happening? And the way to do that is addressing this framework here. So the trigger, she, so I, I then on the phone had her share that with him and said, Hey, when this happened, when you weren't engaged in the conversation, this is how I took it. It brought up this fear for me that you are not in a good place and you were just trying to brush me off because you didn't want to really talk about what was really going on. And that's scary for me because I don't want to keep getting stuck in these cycles where something is coming between us. I don't want us to, I, I don't want there to be deception. I don't want there to be dishonesty. I just want us to come together and have a strong relationship where we can connect. And so when he shared that with her, that was the thing that helps people exit the cycle because now he knows what to speak to because it eventually ends with her saying, well, you're not, I don't feel safe at all right now. And he's like, well, I don't even like, what do you want me to do then? You want me to like provide safety? Okay, I get that. Like, what does that look like? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I just don't feel safe. So in order to create safety in the relationship, one of the best ways to do that, one of the fastest ways is to create closure about the reason why she's unsafe in that moment. And so for her, the lack of safety came from the fear that maybe he was hiding things from her. And so when she on the phone turned to her husband and said, this is what was going on for me in that moment. He then had such clarity and then knew what to respond to and then what to say to clarify on his side what was going on. Because he went on to explain that when he got home, he pulled out his phone, went on the couch, was responding to a client email because he wanted to leave the office to get home on time. So he pulled out his phone, wanted to respond, didn't really want to go into the whole day, didn't really want to talk about stuff, just felt just overwhelmed and kind of burned out from the day. And there was no, like, he's been in a good place. And he just said, this is what was going on for me. And again, validate, I could see how you'd get scared because in the past when I did shut down, when I did avoid conversations with you, then yeah, there was, you know, sometimes I would feel like sometimes in the past there had been things going on. And so 
just in that in, in literally in just like two minutes, they were able to work through that whole thing and find closure because that's when people feel, again, that's when the arguments just perpetuates because there's no closure. And so often people don't really know what they need closure about when too many threads are opened up. So just to summarize all of this, when she isolated the trigger and then shared with him the meaning and the feeling that that brought up for her, he then had clarity to know how to respond to her and how to create safety, which was clarifying how he felt and reassuring her that he was in a good spot and just acknowledging and validating that, yes, that would be scary. For you to imagine that I'm being dishonest again would be very scary because I know how much this hurts you. And so just by interacting in that way, very, very quickly resolved the argument and it helped him find some closure and for her to feel safe so that she could then move forward and feel like, okay, like that, that was all I needed because I got scared in that moment. You acknowledged that you helped me understand what was going on. You reassured me. Now I feel like we can actually move forward feeling, feeling good. And so there are countless examples, literally every single fight that you get into can be traced back to a moment. And if you're not sure what the moment is, you know, ideally you can find that. Sometimes you might not be able to think about it so clearly if there's been too much time. But there's there's always a moment in time that starts to turn the interaction from either good or neutral to now we're heading in a, in, a, in a negative direction because it brings up some kind of a fear or a hurt or some something along those lines, which then we, re, we just kind of react to in a negative way usually. We protect ourselves. And so this is exactly what happened in this cycle. He would get defensive because he was trying to protect himself because the more she got upset with him, the more he felt like a failure, the more he felt like he was inadequate and getting everything wrong and couldn't you know couldn't do anything right despite his best efforts. So then he'd get defensive and this whole cycle would just kind of unravel and it all could be traced to literally a micro moment in time. So I wanted to share this framework with you. And again, it's helpful to, again, have people cop on calls. I can ask questions and interrupt and, and say, let's, you know, you said something important here. Let's go back to that. But this is the, the framework that I'm working through. So I wanted to pass this along for you as you're listening to this, just reflecting on maybe some recent arguments or uh, arguments that seem to be common and recurring, I would encourage you to use this framework because if you can identify the trigger and then the meaning that creates and the feeling there, then you can reassure each other and clarify and help you work through why that's such a sensitive moment. And the more you do, that actually does, again, resolve and create closure so the arguments don't keep surfacing over and over again. And so I would encourage you as you think about where you're getting stuck, what's the what's the thing that sends the message like, uh-oh, or now here we go. And if and as I ask the husbands, I, I it's the same process. I'm like, okay, what sends you the message that you guys are not in a good place? And he'll say, well, sometimes her tone gets really short and there's like a sharpness to what she's saying. Or I can see her eyebrows furrowing and her eyes narrowing, which sends me the message, I'm in trouble, I did something wrong, I can't get anything right, I've let her down again, I'm failing, which then creates his own sense of fear and inadequacy and pain and discouragement, which then he then responds to in a negative way. 
So the same process occurs on his side. And so we want to open up the conversation to share it both ways. So he can say, hey, when I, when I see the expression on your face change, I get scared that I've done something to let you down and I failed you and that hurts me because I don't want to keep messing up. And so if I get the message that I'm messing up, I get overwhelmed and then I start to shut down. And so just by sharing that is him not shutting down, right? That's the, that's the benefit of this. Instead of him doing what he does in the cycle, he's just being vulnerable about what's going on so that then they can resolve the disconnect that came up and feel like, again, there's closure and that, that, that you can move forward feeling confident that you're, 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 you're able to come back together and resolve things as they come up. So I would encourage you to use that framework, think about something, and then I would encourage you to, to test this with, a, with your partner this week. Go to your spouse and say, I'd love to revisit something and practice this. I know we got into that fight a few days ago. I just want to share with you, this is what was going on for me. I know I didn't handle it in, in the ideal way, but this is what was going on. This is how I took it. This is how I felt. And then see what happens. Because when couples get good at this framework, very, very quickly you can resolve things, find closure, and move forward literally within like minutes instead of going days, hours, you know, a week or more, feeling like something's off and you're not really giving it the attention that it needs. So yeah, I'd love for you guys to try that out and and uh, get the benefit of doing the same thing as you use that framework because it's been tremendously helpful for me personally because that gives us focus in our session, but I think even more so for clients because then once they understand what to do, then they can do it on their own, which is the goal. Like that's the whole goal when I work with people is just to empower them to know what to do. So hopefully this helps as I share this with you. And you can apply it in your situation this week and start to make some progress together. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. I look forward to speaking with you again next episode. I will talk to you soon. We'll see you then. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey.